give up with the rotor. I keep breaking it. Um, yeah, there's not really much point. Um, I'm sorry I haven't uploaded in ages. Had other things to do. And so sorry about the rotor. But now I'm just going to upload whenever. Whenever I really feel like it. It's going to be a bit random. Um, and yeah. Yeah, hopefully you're right with that. Maybe, hopefully, possibly, hopefully. How many times have I said hopefully? Thrice. Alright. Chapter 7. Zeragold South Base's Antique Shop. Dev stood in a puddle of water and cheese. It soaked into his boots, in through the cracks where the canisters had once been attached. It chilled his toes, a festering damp, a festering damp sensation gro and gross and squelching around his feet. He barely noticed. He could only stare at the cheese-covered antique shop, his limbs sapped, sapped of energy, his mind trying to replay, re his mind replaying the events over and over and over again. I just wanted to help, he whispered. You're daydreaming again. Zeragol peered over his crooked wooden nose. Okay, just a little announcement. Um, I, I, I have no continuity, no sense of continuity whatsoever. The only um, character I know whose voice to do is um, Commander Sam. So I'm just going to invent new voices when I forget them. Hopefully, that'll be alright. You're daydreaming again. Zerigal peered over his crooked wooden nose, his straggly eyebrow creasing in the middle, furrowing little, his little black eyes into a scowl. Always been your problem. Too much of a daydreamer. He thrust a large vase at Dev, splattering lumps of cheese down his chest. You're a head full of ideas. None of them any good. Zerigal smirked as he wiped his cheesy hands on Dev's scarf. Some of my ideas work, Dev thought. Zeragold leant in so close that Dev could see the thick waft of tobacco in his breath. You must be careful, lad. This village has been very good to you. you, And you'll do well to remember it. Why are your cheeks bulging like that? Dev couldn't hold his breath any longer. He exhaled, exhaled with a loud, long, loud... Ooh! Zergold jerked back, arching his eyebrows suspiciously. You're a very weird boy, you know that. He, he, very weird. But either way, you'll have to come inside. Still plenty for you to scrub. Inside? A smile fluttered across Dev li Dev's lips as he stepped through the door. As he stepped through the doorway. You never let me inside, but... He fell silent, and the world outside was gone. Dev walked into a room full of treasures. The walls were hidden with, behind an endless maze of sloping shelves. Stacked upon them were cases and trunks of all shapes and sizes, each bolted shut with, a heavily, rusted, with heavily rusted padlocks. Below were cabinets filled with glass bottles, then cabinets filled with fabrics all rolled up and crammed together. On top of these, a selection of stuffed animals positioned as if in as if in the middle of a fight. A lurching bowl, a recoiling biddle shrew, and a cheering mouse. A piled and piled up in front, around all and around and between it all, 
a variety of vases, pots, clocks, picture frames, candlesticks, and battered musical instruments. In fact, he, so distracted was Dev by the objects hanging in front of him, he didn't. He almost didn't see what was hanging above his head. A heart. A huge golden heart. Bigger than he was. Suspended from the ceiling by chains. Oh, there's a really cool picture here. Shame I can't show you. Um, by heart, it doesn't mean literal beating, like, gross red thing. It means, uh, like, you know, the shape. Um, you probably guessed that, actually. Um... Catching the sunlight and beaming, catching the sunlight and beaming it, it onto every fleck of dust that drifted past. No, you don't! Zeragold snapped. You keep you keep your eyes off that heart. Not for you. Not for anyone. That isn't for sale. Where'd you get it from? Forget you've seen it. I'll clean the cheese off it myself. Ah, you've got other things to be doing. Zergal poked an old toothbrush into Dev's hand and spun him around to face the other wall. See all the teapots on the shelves? He clonked his fist against Dev's head. Well, delicately, delicately, you scrubs the cheese off each and every one. You hear me? And when I comes to check, I don't want to see no cheese on them, nor any cracks in them. Just one of these teapots is worth all... The things you own in the world. You understand? Dev quietly knelt down, picked up his tea first teapot and began to and starts to rub it with the toothbrush. Out of a corner of his eye he could see Zeragold dragging a ladder across the floorboards. His twig like legs wobbled onto each step as he until he was crouching just below the heart. He pulled a rag from his pocket and spat on it and began scrubbing his most prized possession. With Zeragold well enough distracted, Dev put the teapot back in its place and started to shuffle along on his bum. The, from teapots to, to the jewellery boxes, to the broken toys, then to, onto the pyramid of the specimen jars, he gleefully peered inside each one, scratching on their worn labels. He thought that it might be exciting to try and identify the mold-covered creatures inside. Uh, but it, but was a little disappointed when he did. They, they were everyday caterpillars, moths and grass snakes of Eden Village. Nothing he hadn't collected himself. And yet, through the jars, he noticed something unusual. A long, dirty red curtain barely concealing an archway in the wall. Dev's curiosity spiked once more. He checked again that Zeragol was distracted and then set to work um then set to work pinching pulling away each jar, reassembling them behind him, before shuffling under the curtain to in and inside the cold, dark archway. He clonked his helmet for a light bulb, which plinked and fizzed, casting a light a little light against the narrow walls. Either side of him, running up and over his head, were strange, thin tiles. No, not tiles. Um, they had markings on them. They were very rough to his touch. They slid out when he pulled them. They. They were. He could barely form a word with his lips. 
They were b. These were b. They're they're b. Books! He finally squealed. Old books, new books, books of books, huge books. A cave of knowledge, a feast for the brain. He raised a trembling hand and his and ran his finger across the spines. How to make nettle jam? Techniques for pig wrestling. Five hundred ninety-one cooking school. Five hundred ninety-one recipes for cooking rust beetles. Then, two words sent the shivers across his skin. Lemba Island. That's the end of chapter seven. Um, by the way, it didn't actually save Lemba Island. It was just there was a picture and the book said Lemba Island on it. Um, yeah. Don't forget to follow. And send in a voice message. And yeah. Yeah. Bye. Bye.